Hey everyone, and welcome back to Books with Spice, please. I'm Al. And I'm Katie, and in this week's episode, we're going to be discussing and reviewing The Reckoning by Suzanne Valenti and Caroline Pickup. This is the third book in the Zodiac Academy series. I read this one on Audible. I'm going to end up reading all of them on Audible. It was 18 hours, just about. And the pages on KU, where I read it, was 561. Do we know? Is this the longest one so far? I think it is. I think so, too. By maybe just barely though and then the last one might have been like 14 hours yeah not much so. longer but i think each one progressively gets longer and longer i did notice so. that in the books like like when you see them on instagram you see that they just get bigger and bigger and bigger yep <laughs> I'm very interested to see how many pages the last one is. I can't wait. So for trigger warnings for this book, remember we are an 18 plus podcast, of course, as always. And this one was a little bit lighter on the bullying, I think, even more so than the last one. Yes, they're all starting to finally like come through and we kind of get a feel for the real enemy here. Right. So. But for content warnings wise, like there wasn't a lot of violence. There wasn't anything too much I think would to know that didn't already happen and was discussed in the last couple books yeah just as usual double check those triggers in case we forget anything mm-hmm. and we are just gonna jump right into it from now on spoiler warning do, 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 do. so this book starts off exactly where the last book ended and that was with the attack on the school from the nymphs right with these books I have a feeling that the rest of them are just gonna pick up right where the last one left off so it really is just going to be one long string of cliffhangers <laughs> just, yeah and it's just going to keep going boom 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 boom. they're going to get bigger and bigger every time yeah there's like no one year break uh, in between what happened last book and this book no it's just non-stop for these guys and i feel like the pacing is kind of slow it is pretty slow i noticed that when as we read more of these books when we were writing our book. I see a little bit of your writing style. Laughing my ass off. <laughs> Jesus Christ. <laughs> That's fucking funny. I want all the deets. <laughs> I want to so. know every single detail of what happens in these people's lives. No skipping days or holidays. Or meals. Or the I clothes. No, they gotta eat. <laughs> Yeah. 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 Okay. All right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I can see that, I guess. I think you get a little bit more faster pace and further along in time in the next book or two. I remember seeing more scenes like, yeah, winter break was this and it was fine. <laughs> but. Right. Like in Harry Potter where they just... There's like three months of they've gone through class for the last season, and now we're all of a sudden in November, <laughs> you know? <laughs> and you're like, oh, yeah, now we're just something's going on in class all of a sudden again. Anyway. Mm -hmm. Exactly. It's interesting. Yeah, these books definitely right now, you, I think this whole book scans over one week, and it's hell week. Is it really just the one week? I think so. And the reckoning is at the end of the week, but then there's also the eclipse, like right after the reckoning. Okay. Should I preface and say that I slacked off this week? I'm gonna, because I don't remember. This. I'm so bad at myself. Okay. Okay. Yeah. Well, where does this book end? Honestly, I can't remember quite where it ends. What's the so question? they learn that there's a fourth element in this book it's the shadows is basically like spirits and death whatever they you can use them 
to do your bidding, basically. Like, it's a whole new power. And it was obtained through dark magic. So, Lionel basically is our Voldemort in this series. And, like, they have cloaks and everything. He and his, like, little goons had the Vegas abducted, basically. And Orion and Darius were there. And they all had to wear these, like, cloaks. It was very Death Death Eater-esque, and it reminded me a lot of the scene in Goblet of Fire when Harry sees Voldemort for the first time, but... So it gets juicy in there. Yeah, it's really, it's really fucked up. Like, Lionel, this, this is what I mean when we find out who the true enemy is, for sure. We knew in the last book that it was the parents that were basically making them be the heirs being the way that they are. And then it just kind of solidifies that in this book. Because Lionel's an evil son of a bitch. <laughs> he <laughs> uses the Vegas and he opened the Shadow Realm and took the power of the Shadows. And I think all of them have the power of the Shadows too, correct? Everyone in that room, I think. Yeah. So... This is also when the girls' order emerges, and it turns out that they're phoenixes, and there's none that are around anymore. And Lionel didn't guess, didn't know what they were, didn't think they were phoenixes. He thought they were, like, harpies, right? Or dragons? Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, you get to find out more of that in the next book. A little bit more about their order. And I think... we get our new character in the next book, too. I was so shook that they were phoenixes, but it was so perfect. So, okay, did you guess that they were going to be phoenixes? No, they kept talking about them being dragons, and then Orion is with Darcy, and he, like, feels her back, and she's, like, really sensitive, and he's like, oh, this is, like, you're gonna have wings. And I was like, okay, well, they're definitely gonna be dragons, and they can't stop talking about it. (laughs) Yeah, I had no idea. I had, like, no guess come to my head <laughs> when I first read this book. But, yeah, I was really excited. Yeah, so a lot of things come uncovered. So let's talk more about these characters. That comes into how these characters have changed throughout this book so far, you know, up to that ending point. Mm-hmm. So we find out that Tori and Darcy, they finally get their order right at the end. It was so exciting, but also Tori and Caleb kind of like definitely have a thing going on, but I think they're more like friends with benefits. Yeah, they're definitely more friends with benefits. And Tori and Darius are definitely, I think they're mates. Okay. And then Darcy and Orion are definitely mates. I feel like we definitely saw a softer side of both Orion and Darius in this book. Mm Mm-hmm. I honestly, God, I fucking love Orion so much. And Darcy turns her hair blue and she goes and shows Orion in the blue middle Blue means you. I love oh my so much. She's like, what am I doing sneaking around right after I've dyed my hair? This is too much. It's so forbidden. But, yeah. I liked, too, that this is the point, like, right away. You don't have to wait get Orion's perspective of the story right away and he was like life's too short basically after that bottle of the nymph- battle with the nymphs he is like we 
only survived as much as we did that battle because of the Vegas. But then the paper like turned it around and tried to say that their power was uncontrollable and dangerous. Do you remember that? Yes, I remember that. It was very like Harry Potter style. Like he's <laughs> not even helping. What is that? Rita Skeeter writing mm-hmm. in the yeah the, the Daily Prophet. Twisting everything around. Fucked up. It's very much similar. There's so many similarities. I feel like I see even more my second go at this series. Yeah. Which is kind of fun. Like, it makes it easily digestible. With And it's not, like, overtly obvious. Like, they do... I don't know. You can definitely see the similarities, too, with, like, where they try to get... They, like, show off to the twins in a big display of, like, pulling up the article on their atlas to show them the article about them and, like, laugh at them. And it was the errors, right? They, the errors weren't as bad this time. Like, occasionally, I but... think the student body as a whole, like, if they support the errors, they're like, haha, Vegas, you suck. You right. Know? So it's kind of, like, in a mocking way. Right. And but... then, like, in Harry Potter, it would be, like, the magazine would get, like, passed around. Yeah, like wow, that guy's crazy. <laughs> yeah, and like what it, it, at one point in Harry Potter, it'll be like, oh, what magazine are they passing around now? <laughs> mm-hmm. and that was right off the bat. And then you have like the reckoning, which is the whole reason this book was written is because they gotta get through the reckoning to stay at Zodiac, and it's like this series of tests that they take. And I was really stressed the first time reading this book because. Their challenges seemed really hard. They you did. And tell us about the first one. I remember that yes. they got like 22 or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. And that Darius got like, you needed to get a 12 to stay, like a 13 or something. Oh, yeah. I honestly cannot remember. Right? It was like really sketchy that like Diego was going to, oh, did I say Diego or Darius? Diego I was, was going to say Diego, yeah. Right, Diego was almost not going to make it. He only got, like, one point above what he needed to get or something like that. And it was, like, really intense. I was really shocked because he he has not had his order emerge yet. Either, right. And also, I think there's something to do with his grandma's knitted hat. Did we get a glimpse of... Okay, so you have to remind me. Is his uncle in this one? His uncle is in this one. And he's got a knitted sweater by his grandma, and like he's wearing it. You mean and a hat or a sweater? He has a sweater. His sweater uncle has too? a sweater. Oh, Diego. his uncle has a sweater. I was like, Diego has a hat. Yeah, yeah. Diego, Diego has uncle. a hat. Mm-hmm. And Orion stole Diego's hat from him, and Diego is still trying to get his hat back because it's really important to him. His grandma made it, but his uncle like says his grandma made it with magic or something like that. So I think that they're magical items. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Um. So that's pretty cool. And also, I think that Diego doesn't like his uncle. It's kind of maybe a Malfoy situation. What do you mean a Malfoy situation, though? Because Malfoy liked his dad. Malfoy. Okay, yeah, Malfoy. But I'm saying like evil family son who knows. Yes. Okay. Okay. I see where you're going. Yes. Right. So not that like the relationships are the same, but that like 
I don't think that Diego wants to do bad, but maybe he is kind of evil. Maybe he likes to be evil a little bit because he was kind of really fucking ruthless to Darcy at the hair or whatever. (laughs) Yeah, I think he had a little crush on Darcy. I think that that was his, like, Xander moment. Oh, my God. Are you making a Buffy reference? Yeah, that was his Xander moment. Like, really (laughs) shady. Like, he got turned down. Like, grow up. Yeah. And then we had more of the mocking of the heirs, correct? Yeah, With they the still had... the vibrators and the horn and whatnot. Mm-hmm. There was still stuff going on there. Like, Seth and his pack still aren't back together. And the heirs are really there for him through that. <laughs> Poor boy. He needs his cuddles. So it's crazy. <laughs> and they can all tell. He's, like, whining and they're like, all right, you can cuddle. Yes, Seth. <laughs> so I feel like this was the point, too, that I really started to like Seth more felt for him. Yeah, but he's not going to be with Darcy, though. Like, I feel like at one point they tried to pin it for Darcy, but I just, Darcy doesn't have not, like, no. <sighs> We're not interested in Seth like that, you know? Yeah, I know. I was really confused. The way these relationships were kind of growing was a little confusing at first because they make you think one thing and then something else completely happens. It's almost like a Tamlin situation, but maybe not quite as drawn out or well done. You know what I mean? Well, who's Tamlin? Seth? Yeah. <laughs> oh, like he was evil, but now he's like super nice. Yeah. And that like, it was almost set up so that there was a moment there you think they're going to be together, but it's not. Like there's yeah. just like that very brief moment. Yeah, there's just nothing there anymore. And Seth kind of, like, obviously really wants there to be. And that's where I'm kind of like, okay, Seth, but, like, why? Like, why do you even really like her? And I don't think he even really knows yet, like, what that deal is. Like, he tried, like, what, she's his Omega, but, like, he made her the Omega on accident? Like, okay, like, what's going on? I'm confused. Yeah, he's kind of a (laughs) ding-dong. And then there's Max, which I think the only thing with Max was... He had a couple scenes with Geraldine. <laughs> and Geraldine is sassy with Max. And he just kind of takes it. It's kind of interesting. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. It's really random. I feel like it's a really random pairing. I kind of love it, though, because it's... he's the big bad heir with, like, the lusty emotion thingy that he's got going on. And she's a Pegasus, right? No, and she's that three-headed dog. That's Sophie. Oh, or okay, Sophia. Sophia. Well, there was one comment at one point where one of the heirs was like, why wouldn't you want to fuck a Pegasus? They're so happy to be there. Like, <laughs> like Oh, my I God. Like, yeah. <laughs> I was like, why wouldn't you? Come on. Oh, my God. And we get to learn more about Xavier, too. Oh, yeah. Xavier what do you remember about that? is Darius's little brother. I know he was there at the end and he was used against Darius to make sure that he listened and followed through with what his father was telling him to do. Otherwise, like, Xavier was going to die. Right, because he was, like, a pig. It was not cool about it. Yeah. And you get more of Xavier's story, too, later on in the series, which is really cool. You'll get his point of view. Yeah. Do you get it? You don't get it in the third book, do you? I don't think so, no. No, you'll get it, though, soon. You'll start getting his point of view. Because he starts Zodiac soon. Yeah, that's right. Because he just got his order. Yeah. 
And so when you get, I think it's when he starts Zodiac. Maybe it's before he starts Zodiac. I don't know, but <sighs> yeah. So they pass their reckoning. It's hell week all week, so that's just like an extra layer of like, oh, everyone gets to bully everybody to stress everybody out for like, because they have trials all week long during hell week. There's like trials all week before the reckoning, and then the edit added layer of hell week is supposed to like make them more stressed out because they are ruthless. <laughs> And so, like, the heirs take that opportunity to, like, bully the girls a little bit more than they normally would. But it wasn't really too bad. I mean, ultimately, Tori Caleb kind of a lot. And she hung out with Darius and did that motorcycle uh, race, which was kind of sad. Did they, did they end up having sex there? I can't remember. Like, I don't think they had sex then, but did they have sex at all? Her and Darius? Do they have it at all in this book? I don't it know. might get close. He's really jealous of Caleb. Yeah. Yeah, he is. He's a jealous man. He's a jealous dragon. It's kind of hot. <laughs> I don't know. Does that end us with going into our spice? I think so, because I'm a little bit more in detail about some of those things. So, let's talk about our spice in this book. I'm going to start off with S, for sexual tension. Tension in this book. So, the tension between Orion and Darcy got student teeth bitten um, and they have some really hard and hot sex yeah he's hot as hell yeah now remind me was there biting during yeah. their time i'm pretty sure Mm-hmm. fucking love that in a vampire you know <laughs> uh-huh <laughs> it oh was so good and i so i liked so there was one part where there was some tension with Orion at the circus or like the fair wherever they went to they went to the fair right mm-hmm. and Darcy was there with Diego to try to talk to him about his uncle and his family and Diego like kisses Darcy and Darcy's like what the heck like do not kiss me but like Orion sees it and Orion was already there with his like kind of ex-girlfriend friend with benefit yeah Francesca exactly and Darcy <laughs> saw her and was like what the hell and she's pissed and Orion saw Diego kiss her and he was pissed and I was like oh my god but then like right after that Orion like finds her because she like gives Diego a talking to and um she punches him I think even mm-hmm. and then she's so Darcy is talking to Orion he comes up to her and they're talking and talking and they end up having sex and She's like all jealous over Francesca and he's all jealous over Diego, which was so dumb because he was the one that told her to go talk to him about that stuff. But they, which I, I mean, I kind of get it because they are friends and, you know, Orion is her teacher and like, you know, not really her friend. And, but still it was like, oh my God. <laughs> yeah. There's a lot. And then you've got Darius and Tori, which was really interesting because you predicted that they're mates. I do predict that they're mates. There's definitely, like, a huge attraction there, and for good reason, because Darius Acrox is hot. Hot stuff. And I really like this quote that he says to her. There are countless people who would say, I'm not allowed to want you, Darius breathed, but you make me want to burn the whole world down so that I can claim you for my own. And that's another little good forbidden romance fling that may be blossoming in the future. Mm-hmm. <sighs> Because if his dad knew, he would flip 
a bitch. He wants the Vegas killed. Which is so dramatic. Like, isn't his son marrying a Vega? Like, just about the second best thing, anyway? His son is not marrying a uh, Vega. But I'm saying, like, if his son were to marry a Vega, wouldn't that be the second best thing? Oh, I don't know, because then that would make her a queen, and Lionel's a scared little bitch. She's more powerful than him, and more powerful than Darius. And he knows that if they don't die before they really come into their power and are able to control their magic, they're fucked. Like, she's gonna be, she'll be able to claim the throne with her sister. Right. And now, okay, remind me, in this book, do they want to claim the throne? Do they decide they want to claim it? They haven't, like, fully, really decided. Like, they mentioned it at the end of last book during that nymph bat battle or whatever. Mm-hmm. But this book, it's not, like, it's not really talked about this book. This book is more about the reckoning and the eclipse and the ending when they have their orders emerge and the shadow magic is called and everything. Yeah, I think there's going to be a moment where they're going to, like, look at each other and know that, yeah, we're going to claim it. Not 100% yet. But yeah, Darius and Tori. I keep saying but yeah a lot. <laughs> and Orion and Darcy. And there's not a whole lot of tension between Tori and Caleb. They're just having a good time. They are. And they communicate, like, really well, too. Except when he was kind of a jerk and was, like, chasing her before the fair. He... <laughs> I think he was making a point that, like, he knew... That was when he was making a point that he knew about the Pegasus thing, but he was moving on. Because, oh, yeah, that's right. Okay. Yeah. He was, letting, <laughs> he was letting her know that he knew about it, but also that, like, he tried to kill her, so, like, maybe he has to, like, let that go. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How would you rate it, the overall tension in this book? I think the overall tension I would put at a two and a half. Maybe a three at most. Yeah, like, there's not a lot. No. Like, there's a little bit of the forbiddenness. There's there's the hint, you know, there's definitely forbidden with Orion and Darcy, but they've, at this point, they've succumbed to it. And it's more of, like, sneaking around. And Getting Darius, caught, yeah. Right, and Darius and Tori, I feel like, are just trying to figure out why they have this weird pull to each other, but they're still kind of keeping their space. Mm-hmm. I agree. So that brings us to the penis pussy section of our SPICE acronym. And I don't think there's any descriptors yet again for either party in this book. Right. We don't get a lot of dick breakdown. But I do have this quote about Washer. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Very briefly. <laughs> Who wants to make my helicopter take off? Professor Washer calls loudly as he bounced at the end of the diving board, thrusting his hips so that his dick swung around and around in circles. Like, what the hell? That's me as a teacher. He was teaching when Orion was in Zodiac Academy, so he's, like, older. I picture him in his 50s. Oh my god. Do you have a teacher in mind? That we personally know? Yeah. No. (laughs) Now that you said that, a teacher came to mind immediately. Okay, you're gonna have to tell me after we're done. (laughs) Yeah, Washer is definitely a piece of work, but he's still having a good time. He's got, like, a thing going with, like, the principal or something. That's why he gets away with everything. Yes, yes, he does. He's sleeping with Nova, which is <laughs> such a weird pairing, but oddly, it fits. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, that's it for Penis Pussy. It's, like, one. <laughs> one for me. Yeah, no, that's not really happening. Soon enough, we'll get a monster book in here and we can talk more about that category. 
We say it every time. I know. And now okay. we have I for intercourse. Okay. So the eclipse ends with the shadow magic, right? Mm-hmm. And the eclipse was, like, all ramped up to be this, like, big sex fest. Yes, there was a huge party. Mm-hmm. And everyone was going like, to shag. So it was in the air. And it was everywhere. Literally. Um, I think Tori immediately went to go find Darius. Like, she was, like, going to go for it. And she was just going to go find Darius. Right? Right. And then Darcy was getting caught by Seth with Orion and it was oh my gosh yes that's right Seth was like trying to take her away and be like whatever we're just gonna do our thing like we have to like (laughs) you know what I mean like he was so set on Darcy but Darcy was like sorry bro like I have already got my business handled yeah oh my god that becomes a huge fucking problem too Seth is an annoying asshole I'm bet because he's gonna be so jealous if he doesn't get Darcy it's just gonna be Oh my god. Mm-hmm. <laughs> but I'm Max, just gonna say no, go ahead. Max. I was just gonna say Max and Geraldine hook up at this party as well. Yes. <laughs> it was a superpower move by Geraldine too. Yeah, she's the one in control. For sure. Even though he has his siren like feeling powers. She's like kind of immune to them. But I think that she's not really immune to them. I think she just understands Max. Like the little glimpse that we got of him, I really thought that he was sweet. Yeah. He's not a bad he's not a bad guy. I feel like the authors don't give him enough book time. Yeah. Enough screen time. But yeah. So many characters. I know. There's a lot. <laughs> there's too many. There's so many. <laughs> and there's so many different points of views and they just keep adding points of views as the books go on. There's not really any fingering, maybe a little bit from Orion. Yeah, and I feel like Caleb and Tori, when they have sex, like their chemistry is pretty good, but it's it's more of like like Tori like has sex to like scratch an itch with him. Mm-hmm. You can tell she's just like great. That was awesome. I'm gonna head back to my room and go to bed. Yeah, it's not like a big, um, I've got feelings for you kind of thing. Right, and she even told him, she was like, if you're not going to be nice to me, like, then we're not going to hook up. Like, if you're going to, like, be rude to me, then, like, what? Mm-hmm. And he's like, but, you know what we're up to, like, I have to do this with the heirs, but, like, you know that I actually like you. And she's like, that's not going to work for me. Nope. <laughs> and I like that there's still not really a thing, and it's... It puts that up in the air for Darius, so she kind of has her options open if she wants to kind of... She can always tell Caleb, like, okay, and, like... We're not dating. Yeah, she can play the field if she wants, so to speak. Yeah. But But how many times does intercourse happen in this one? I would say it was kind of a lot. I want to say, at least compared to the last two, there's a lot more, obviously. But it's not too kinky or anything like that. But there's at least three, maybe even four times that they have sex. Hmm. Yeah. Her her and Caleb do it, like, at least two times, I think. And Darcy and Orion do it at least two times. But yeah, the series, it doesn't ever get super... It's not super kinky, these books. 
not a lot of blowjobs. No, no, and there's That's not a lot of different variety. I will also say though that is not the case in the prequel series, Ruthless Boys of the Zodiac. I feel like those scenes are more fun. There's more oral in those ones. Yeah, and there's so one of the guys is really into pain, so obviously that's there. Right. But so that's something different. More group. Mm-hmm. The reverse harem. Much more oral. <laughs> yeah, that would make more oral. But yeah, that kind of goes leads us into communication. Right. Well, we had said earlier that Tori and Caleb, they kind of communicate pretty well. They don't have any, like, big fights that, like, they're super mad at each other for. They pretty much, like, have an issue, think about it, come back together, talk about it, and then move on. And they do pretty good. Darcy and Orion are similar. You can definitely tell that Orion wants to be with Darcy, and he's trying really hard to figure out what to do. Yeah. Because he's still a teacher and could lose his job, which would be a huge problem because he's, like, got that bond with Darius. Right. He did say, though, that if they got caught, he would he would do what he could to make sure that they didn't get kicked out, even if he had to sacrifice his job. Wouldn't he... Never mind. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it would be bad for both parties involved if they got caught. Overall, I think the communication was pretty good. Like a, like a three out of five pepper. There's no yeah. big blowouts, but they're not, like... There's also, there's a lot of sweet talking, I feel like. A little bit, yeah. They're sweet, for sure. But... Orion kind of goes back and forth, kind of like Caleb does, too, though. He's a little confusing, like I had said in before, like... But this book, it's a little bit less. He only kind of had a weird, confusing attitude, like, once or twice this book. What do you think about your overall communication rating? I would probably give it three out of five. And then, other than, so for erotic kinks and tropes, other than the teacher thing, we don't have, what kind of kinks and tropes are we working with this book? Yeah, there's not really any kinks. No. Um, We've got the forbidden trope. It's not super erotic. I think that's about it. There's not a whole lot of tropes written in here. You can definitely tell that the story has its own kind of like plot that it's gonna go through and there's like I think the tropes are used in other stories and stuff like that to move the stories in different directions and I think that this storyline is a fantasy storyline and like so I think we're gonna continue to see less common tropes that we would see in contemporary and stuff like that like where we would normally talk about this part of our spice scale yeah, that's fair. So while there isn't a whole lot to talk about here, I think that is has a lot to do with the genre. That makes sense. Yeah. So, overall, what would you give the spice? I think a three pepper spice is where I'm at for it. Yeah, that's pretty sufficient. It's a good three pepper book. Yeah. And do they get spicy and spicier? I... Have a hard time saying, but my favorite scene is good and spicy, and I think that's coming up in the next book. Ooh, I'm super excited. Yeah, <laughs> I don't know. Maybe that's the spiciest this book, the series gets. You think so? It might be. Well, there's only one last book, so. 
that hasn't come out yet that you haven't read. Yeah, I don't know how the hell that's gonna happen. That whole thing's gonna work. I can't. <laughs> I don't have no idea. Oh my god. This is super exciting. So yeah, I think that brings us all the way around to our overall book review for The Reckoning. I would give this book another solid four stars. I agree. I'm really excited to keep going. I'm loving the similarities with Harry Potter. And there are some, like, some more similarities with Buffy that I've seen. So along with our best friend Xander, who is annoyed that, you know, the girl he might have a little bit of push on doesn't also like him back. There was that scene at the end where they imbued the girls with that shadow magic. And that reminded me of when Buffy has that meditation journey with the first Slayer. And we learn how the first Slayer was made. And she was made by being chained down to a rock and having to be bred by a demon, like a shadow demon. She was bred by like a shadow demon to be imbued with shadow power like demon power to become part demon to be strong enough to fight the demons to fight the men's battles for them oh right like that's the whole symbol of Buffy right and so that, I thought that was really cool in this book where they do kind of the same thing to the twins with the ritual and stuff like that oh that was cool yeah that's a- yeah, I like that comparison. Because you might even see more of that in the next one, too. <laughs> cool. So, yeah, awesome. you'll, we'll have to find out more about the shadow magic in the next one and whatnot. But yeah, I'm excited to see your reaction to how these characters change and grow more. Yeah. In the Me next too. book. Because As- Shadow Princess is always, everyone's like. <laughs> I hate these authors. <laughs> like, everybody cries. Yeah. That's the next one? Yes. Okay, and we also glossed over the fact that Orion's sister, whom he was close to, comes back, and she's fucking nuts. Ritual that they did on the Vegas, the last time they did it was with Orion's sister, and she was gone. Yes. She comes back from the Shadowlands and is just not the same person, and is very attached Lionel. Right. It's fucked up. It's so bad. She becomes a big problem. Oh my god. Anyways, <laughs> with that being said, thanks for listening and join us next Tuesday when we read After We Fell by Anna Todd. We are live on Instagram for Friday Night Spice at 6 p.m. Pacific Standard Time, 9 p.m. Eastern Standard Time, every Friday when we talk about the podcast and other bookish events that we have going on. Be sure to like, comment, subscribe, and do all the engagement things. Talking with y'all and seeing what you think about these books and topics is why we are here. And don't forget, you can also find us on TikTok, Facebook, anywhere you can find podcasts, the YouTube, and YouTube. Until next time, stay stay spicy. spicy!